Praise the Lord, somebody. It is a joy and a privilege to come unto you once again with the word of God. We thank mommy so much for that powerful time of praise and of worship. I believe that your, your life has been blessed this morning. Glory be to Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory. Hallelujah. Wherever you are, just close your eyes and begin to pray. Begin to pray wherever you are. Yes, pray that the Lord will speak to you, the Lord will minister to you this morning. Pray that the word of God will come to you, not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but with power and the demonstration of the word of God. Somebody lift your voice and begin to pray. Pray the Holy Spirit speak to me this morning. Let me hear your word that my life will never be the same. Touch my life, touch my heart this morning in the name of Jesus. Somebody open your mouth and begin to pray in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, speak to us. Take absolute control by this service. Use these clear lips of mine to minister your word and to speak your word unto your people that our lives will never be the same after listening to your message and your word in the name of Jesus. Speak, O Lord, that our lives will never be the same. May your name be glorified both now and forevermore. In the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. And somebody shout a big amen wherever you are. I want to hear your loudest amen. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We give you all the glory and we give you all the praise in the name of Jesus. Amen. Wow, wow, wow. What an awesome time in His presence. It has been a powerful time of praise and a powerful, a powerful time of worship, even with our mommy, Reverend Dr. Mrs. Frida Intifol. That was powerful. God bless you, mommy. Now we want to go straight into the Word of God. Um, for some time now, we have been discussing the subject matter of the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Why the fellowship of the Holy Spirit? Our team for the year is working with God, working with God. And in the month of January, we started by talking about the example of Enoch as pertaining to working with God. Then we said that before we can work effectively with God, we must understand and know three things. The, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. So it was the, 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 the grace, it was the love of God that ushered in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And then grace in the Lord Jesus Christ also ushered in the era and the time of the Holy Spirit, the fellowship or the communion, the koinonia of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. And so we can't work with God effectively without understanding the love of God. Understanding the love of God entails understanding Him, knowing Him, so that we can know who He is, how He is, how He relates to us, that we can effectively work with Him. Glory. Hallelujah. And then we said that we must also understand the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. That means that we must understand who Jesus Christ is, talking about His, his humanity and talking about His divinity. Hallelujah. Jesus, as the Son of Man, and Jesus Christ as the Son of God. And we delved into those ones, and we spoke about it, and we saw how he operated, and how he calmed the storm, and uh, it was so powerful. And then we have now zoomed in into the fellowship, or the communion of the Holy Spirit, and that is where we are now. And I started introducing the subject of the fellowship of the Holy Spirit by talking to us about the divinity of the Holy Spirit, the fact that the Holy Spirit is God. Hallelujah. We went into scripture. The video is on YouTube and our page on YouTube is also on our page on uh, Facebook. You can go there if you miss that, that service. Go there and listen to it over and over again and it will bless your life. Hallelujah. So uh, the Holy Spirit is God. We established that one. Then last week we also taught on the fact that the Holy Spirit, though He is God, also has a personality. So we started talking about the person of the Holy Spirit or the personality of the Holy Spirit. And we saw a lot of deep things that the Holy Spirit has a mind, the Holy Spirit has a will, the Holy Spirit has, an, has emotions, the Holy Spirit can speak to us, He can, uh, he can direct us, He can guide us, He can lead us in, in wherever we are going. And so many things that we learned 
about the person of the Holy Spirit. This morning, we want to continue uh, on that teaching. We want to continue with that teaching. And I'm talking to us this morning about the work and ministry of the Holy Spirit. The work and ministry of the Holy Spirit. The work and ministry of the Holy Spirit. So to understand the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, we must understand uh, who he is, which we have defined, his humanity, his divinity. And then now, how does he operate? How does he work among us? How does he minister to us as believers and even as unbelievers? Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit does minister to us and we want to dive into the work and ministry of the Holy Spirit. Stay tuned and the word of God will be a blessing unto you. Hallelujah. When we are talking about the work of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is indispensable in everything that God does. Hallelujah. So right from creation, we see the Holy Spirit at work. Hallelujah. Throughout the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit was at work. See, some people have the uh, erroneous uh, teaching or impression, understanding that the Holy Spirit was not in existence in the Old Testament. They think that the Holy Spirit only came into being at the day of Pentecost when Jesus Christ uh, ushered in the the flow of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. But I want you to... uh, Understand from the word of God this morning that the Holy Spirit existed from the beginning. Because mind you, we have, we have taught that he is God. So as God, he existed from eternity. That's why we call him the eternal spirit. Hallelujah. So even in the Old Testament, we see the manifestations and the operations of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Right from Genesis, we see it in the book of Genesis where... Uh, Genesis chapter 1, the Bible said, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. Hallelujah. And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved the Ruach from the Hebrew. The Ruach of God, the Spirit of God, moved over the surface of the waters. And God spoke and said, Let there be, and there was. So we see that the Holy Spirit was even involved in creation. All the men of old, the prophets of old, they all operated through the enablement and the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. You remember even Zerubbabel, the, the, the word of God came to Zerubbabel in the book of Zechariah, chapter 4, verse 6, that it is not by might, it is not by power, but by my spirit. So even in the Old Testament, the Spirit of God was in operation, he was in manifestation, he was still working. Hallelujah. When we come to the time of Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit was still working through his birth, through his baptism, through his fasting, through his ministry, even on, through, on his death in the, on the cross, the Holy Spirit was present, and the resurrection was through the Holy Spirit. Now, on Tuesday, I'll take my time and go into the work of the Holy Spirit and the ministry of the Holy Spirit in, in creation and also in the life of Jesus Christ and also in, in nature, how he holds the world together by his power. Hallelujah. And on Tuesday, I'll continue this teaching, the work and ministry of the Holy Spirit, and I'll delve into the operations of the Holy Spirit, the ministrations of the Holy Spirit, even in the work of Jesus, in the ministration of Jesus, in in. in, in, in Jesus Christ executing his mandate, he needed the Holy Spirit to be able to do that. Creation will go into all that. Hallelujah. But today, my focus on the work and the ministry of the Holy Spirit is that which has to do with, the, the, with us as humans or as persons. Hallelujah. Both unbelievers and believers. So we are looking specifically this morning at the work and the ministry of the Holy Spirit in the life of the, the human beings, unbelievers and believers uh, alike. Hallelujah. Glory be to Jesus. I pray that this teaching will be a great, great blessing unto you. I have about 18 things that the Holy Spirit does in our lives as believers. Hallelujah. Mainly as believers. Hallelujah. 18 things. And I'll quickly go through some of them and share some of them with you as much as time will permit and time will allow. If we don't exhaust all of them, we'll continue on Tuesday, God willing. Hallelujah. 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 Glory be to Jesus. Now, the first work of the Holy Spirit that I want us to consider is his work that has to do with unbelievers, and that is he convicts the unbeliever of sin. Now, this is the work of the Holy Spirit in the unbeliever, but it is also the beginning of the work of the Holy Spirit in the believer, because unless you are convicted of your sins, you cannot even become a believer. Hallelujah. So the first point, when we are talking about the work 
and the ministry of the Holy Spirit is that he ministers to unbelievers. Even unbelievers need the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. He is the one who ministers to the unbeliever so that the unbeliever can receive the grace and the capacity and the ability to even be conscious of the fact that, yes, I am a sinner and I need the healing power. I need the saving power of God to come into my life. That I can't save myself and I need a savior. And this savior is Jesus Christ who came to die for my sins, who died on the cross and rose again on the third day. And if I can trust in this finished work of Jesus Christ on the cross, then I can have forgiveness of sin. Then I can have redemption. Then my sins can be forgiven I can become a child of God and I can enjoy a new life of fellowship and relationship with God through the Holy Spirit. So it is the Holy Spirit that begins this work of conviction in the heart of the unbeliever. And it is through this conviction that we even become Christians. So even the work of the Holy Spirit in the believer starts from this point where we are convicted of our sins. In John chapter 16, verse 8 to 11. John chapter 16, verse 8 to 11. Jesus said that I am going. It's needful for you that I go. For if I do not go, the comforter will not come. But when I go, I will send you the comforter. And when he has come, verse 8, he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Hallelujah. When the Holy Spirit has come, he will convict the world of sin, of righteousness, and of judgment. Hallelujah. 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 Because they do not believe in me. Righteousness because I go to my Father and you see me no more. Hallelujah. So the Holy Spirit is the one who convicts us of sin, of judgment, and of righteousness. He is the one that tells us that what you are doing is not right. It is against the will of God. It is against the word of God. You see, most times, even as Christians, when we are doing something that is contrary against the word of God, you see that there is, there is a prompting within you. Something prompts you and you say that, oh, when I was going to do it, something was telling me not to do it. Hallelujah. Most times, that's something that we feel within us is the Holy Spirit talking to us and ministering to us and convicting us of our sins that what you are going to do is not good, it's sinful, stop it, refrain from it, keep away from it. Glory, hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. So the Holy Spirit convicts us of sin. He convicts the unbeliever of sin. Hallelujah. So anytime as a believer you are going to do something and you feel that uneasiness in your spirit, you see that prompting in your spirit, don't do it, don't go there, don't say it. See, take it as the Holy Spirit who is ministering to you and directing and guiding you so that you don't enter into sin, you don't go into sin, you don't do something that will displease him. Because we learned last week that the Holy Spirit can be, can be displeased. We can do something to make him uh, uh, unhappy, to make him uh, sad, hallelujah, to make him angry, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 So uh, he will prompt us to do the right thing. That is the first work of the Holy Spirit in the believer. Number two. Number two. The work and ministry of the Holy Spirit in the believer. Number two. He enjoys the spirit of the believer. Romans chapter 8 verse 9 to 11. Romans chapter 8 verse 9 to 11. The Holy Spirit enjoys the spirit of the believer. Romans 8 the Apostle Paul says, but you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. Indeed, the spirit of God dwells in you. Now, if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, he is not his. Hallelujah. But in the spirit, indeed, the spirit of God dwells in you. So the Holy Spirit enjoys us. And it is the indwelling of the Holy Spirit that gives the testimony that indeed we are children of God. So verse 10 continues this way. Verse 10 says, and if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. Verse 11. But if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, hallelujah, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. Glory, hallelujah. How will God empower us to live for him? How will God empower our natural carnal man to be activated to live after the order and the pattern of God? That is through the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. He said that the spirit that raised up Jesus Christ, and that is the Holy Spirit. If that same spirit is dwelling in us, is 
living in us, then what he will do is that he will quicken our mortal body. Glory, hallelujah. He will give us energy. He will strengthen us. He will energize us for us to be able to what? do the will of God and to live for God. So the Spirit of God dwells within us. Hallelujah. For that matter, we can do all things. I pray that the Holy Spirit will dwell in you richly as we are discussing about him, as we are talking about him, as we are sharing about him, as we are teaching about him. I pray that he will dwell in you richly. Uh, you see, but... Uh, but of being spiritual beings. Our spirit man is renewed not after the order of the first Adam but after the order of the second Adam who is Christ Jesus. Oh glory, hallelujah. I feel like teaching it. I feel like preaching it this morning in the name of Jesus. Mazakataya. The word of God is so alive this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So the Holy Spirit endures our spirit. So when you are born again, your spirit man is rebirthed. Oh glory. Hallelujah. So that now the Holy Spirit comes to endure in you and now you become sensitive not only to the world around you but also to the spirit of God the ruach hallelujah also to the ways of God also to the will of God so you no longer live for yourself but you live to please the Lord why because the Holy Spirit is indwelling you oh glory hallelujah hallelujah are you with me the third thing that the Holy Spirit does in the life of the believer is that he gives assurance of salvation the Holy Spirit gives us assurance of salvation. In Romans chapter 8, verse 16, Romans chapter 8, where we read, if you go to the verse 16, it says, The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. Take note that over here we have two forms of the Spirit. The Spirit, the Spirit, that Spirit, the first one is in capital S, so he's talking about the Holy Spirit. So the Spirit himself, the Holy Spirit, bears witness with our spirit. So the second Spirit is in small s. He's talking about the human spirit, our spirit, that we are children of God. So the Holy Spirit is the one who gives assurance of salvation. He makes us assured that indeed we are children of God, that the life of God is in us, that the light of God is in us, that the word of God is in us, that we are born again and we enjoy a relationship with the Father. Hallelujah. It's the Holy Spirit that gives us that assurance. So if we don't have the Spirit of God, we are none of His. Hallelujah. As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. That is what the Word of God says. And the Spirit bears witness with our Spirit that we are children of God. Hallelujah. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. So it's the Holy Spirit that gives us the assurance. How do I know that I am born again? How do I know that I am saved? How do I know that my sins are forgiven? How do I know that I am right with God. I have a right standing with God. I'll not get to heaven before I'll know that I'm saved. I'll not get to heaven before I know that I am walking with God and I'm enjoying a relationship with God. I'll not get to heaven before I am assured of my salvation here, right here on earth. I am assured because there is an inner witness. Oh, glory. Hallelujah.
Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit within me bears witness. Hallelujah. I feel him every day. I feel him every hour. I feel him every minute. Hallelujah. And I have the assurance within me because he bears witness with my spirit that I am a child of God. No two ways about that. Uh, there is no ambiguity about that. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. They are the, the heroes. Hallelujah. That is the Greek for sonship. Hallelujah. The Spirit bears witness. The Spirit guarantees our salvation. Oh, glory. And that is one of the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Glory. Hallelujah. Number four, the Holy Spirit empowers the believer to fulfill the commands of Christ. In Acts chapter 1, verse 8, the Holy Spirit empowers the believer to fulfill the commands or the commandments of Jesus Christ. So Jesus revealed himself after the resurrection to the disciples and he assured them and gave them the uh, command to go into all the world and preach the gospel unto all creation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And with that command, he told them, but wait in Jerusalem until you receive the promise of the Father. And when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you shall receive power and you shall be my witnesses from Jerusalem to Judea to Samaria and to the uttermost part of the world. And, and we see in the Acts of the Apostles how the Holy Spirit comes upon them to empower them. So he said, wait in Jerusalem until, hallelujah. That means that we can't heed to, we can't obey, we can't follow the commandment of Jesus Christ to to go out and preach until, hallelujah, until the Spirit comes upon us. That is because it is the Spirit coming upon us who will empower us, who will strengthen us and give us the grace and the ability to even preach the word of God unto sinners, to preach the word of God unto believers, to do the work of the ministry, hallelujah. So we cannot do the work of the ministry without the Holy Spirit, hallelujah. He empowers us to work for God, to obey the commandments of God. Hallelujah. May you receive that empowerment this morning. You see, it is not by might. I always tell us when we're even in church that everything we do in the house of the Lord, we can't do it by our strength, but we need to rely upon the strength and the grace and the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Any attempt to do the work of God and the work of the ministry without the empowerment of the Holy Spirit will lead to a fiasco. Yes. Can I take that one again? Any attempt to do the work of God or the work of the ministry without the empowerment of the Holy Spirit will lead to a fiasco. It will come to nothing. It will avail. It will not avail much. Hallelujah. That is why you and I need the Holy Spirit to come upon us to empower us. See, on Friday during the Gethsemane hour, we will pick on some of these points and topics and we will pray about them that the Holy Spirit will empower us and, and minister to us in all these ways that he ministers to the believer. Glory. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Somebody. The point five is that he opens the believers understanding to the things of God. First Corinthians chapter 2 verse 12. First Corinthians chapter 2 verse 12. The Holy Spirit opens up our understanding so that we can understand the things of God. And that is why we can't walk with God without the fellowship of the Holy Spirit because he is the one who will help us to understand the ways of the Father in order to be able to walk with him. He is the one who will lead us to Jesus Christ and the teachings of Jesus Christ. He is the one who will unveil unto us the Father, hallelujah, so that we can walk with him effectively. Walking with God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Now we have received 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 12. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. We have received the spirit of God, and what the spirit of God is doing in our lives is that he is that, that, that he's giving us the ability to know the things that have been freely given to us by God. In other words, it is the Holy Spirit who brings unto us understanding, illumination, revelation, concerning the things of God. Hallelujah. May you receive that revelation in the name of Jesus. May that insight and understanding come to you in the name of Jesus. May you receive the capacity to understand the deep things of God. For what man knows the things in a man except the spirit that is in the man. In the same way that no man knows the things of God except the spirit that is of God or in God. So the Holy Spirit helps us to be able to understand the deep things of God. Hallelujah. To be able to comprehend. Uh, so Paul is he praying to 
for the church of Ephesus or the Ephesian church said that I pray for you that the eyes of your understanding may be enlightened hallelujah that you might know the hope of your calling and what is the riches of his inheritance in Christ Jesus that you might understand the length and the breadth and the width and the depth of the love of God who, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord hallelujah we can't understand these things without the Holy Spirit and that is one of the ministry of the Holy Spirit the work of the Holy Spirit in the believer is to open the believer's understanding to the things of God. Glory, hallelujah. May your understanding be opened. May the eyes of your understanding open. May the eyes of your understanding be opened. Anytime you take your Bible and you read the scriptures, may you receive divine insight, understanding, revelation into the word of God in the name of Jesus Christ. Shout amen if you are with me. The point six is that the Holy Spirit renews the believer. Oh, glory. He is the one who renews us. In Titus chapter 3, verse 5 to 7. Titus chapter 3, verse 5 to 7. Not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us through the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. So God saved us and he is washing us through the renewing of the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us abundantly through Jesus Christ our Savior, that having been justified by his grace, we should become heirs according to the hope of eternal life. Hallelujah. We should become heirs according to the hope of eternal life. Not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us through the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Spirit. Hallelujah. So the Spirit renews us day by day. We are renewed. Hallelujah. So if you, have, you, are, you are feeling, uh, you, you can't feel the fire, if you are feeling heavy, hallelujah, you are feeling lazy in the Lord, if, if, if you feel that God is far away as a Christian, you only have to take time. Take time off and wait on God in the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. And you see that as you wait on God, as you pray, as you study the word of God, as you fast, hallelujah, as you praise and you worship him, the Holy Spirit comes upon you and he renews your spirit, hallelujah. He renews your strength like that of the eagle. He renews your faith, hallelujah. He renews your zeal and your passion for the Lord. In the name of Jesus, I pray that in this month of the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God will come upon you and bring a renewal in your life and bring a revival in your spirit in the name of Jesus I'm speaking to this morning to somebody you can't feel God anymore especially since we are not meeting in church and we are not worshipping in church you can't feel him, you can't feel his presence you can't feel his power, it's as if God has left you, I want to tell you he has not left you you only need to come back to the spirit of God and have a fellowship and a communion with him and have a colonia with him and he will renew you once again he will re-strengthen you once again he will equip you once again. Your faith will soar higher than never before. Your confidence in the Lord will be restored. Your, your faith in the Lord will be restored. You will rise up as the giant that you are. You will rise up and soar like the eagle that you are. For it's not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. And this morning I sense that anointing coming upon somebody. It is a spirit of renewal. It is a spirit of re-strengthening. For I hear the word of God from the book of the prophet Isaiah that even young men shall fall and the young men shall become weak but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength they shall mount up with wings like eagles, they shall run and not be weary, they shall walk and not faint, I see that power coming upon somebody, just take time meditate on the word, pray, enter into your closet, wait on the Holy Spirit, he will come mightily upon you, he will renew your strength that your strength will be renewed like that of the eagle and you will mount up with strength like eagle. You will soar into the realms. You will soar into a higher realm. In the name of Jesus Christ, I sense a renewal coming upon somebody this morning. Oh, I sense somebody's faith is coming alive. I sense somebody's praise is coming alive. I sense somebody's worship is coming alive. I sense this morning that somebody who is about giving up on God and giving up in your Christian life, the Holy Spirit has taken control once again over your life. Receive a renewal, receive a revival in the name of Jesus. For he said it shall come to pass in the last days that I'll pour out my spirit 
upon all flesh. Uh, your young men shall see visions. Your young your handmaidens shall also see visions. Your old men shall dream dreams. Also upon your servants and your handmaids I'll pour out in those days of my spirit. Uh, and I am glad, beloved, to announce to you this morning that we are in the days of his power. We are in the days of the operations of the Holy Spirit. We are in the days of the fellowship, the koinonia, the communion of the spirit. Uh, and as we fellowship with him, strength is coming. Uh, power is coming. Grace is coming over us dominion is coming upon us and we will rise to fulfill every mandate of God upon our life can I hear a believer shout amen wherever you are in your hall in your bedroom as you are listening to me begin to pray and I sense a renewal of faith renewal of hope renewal of strength in the name of Jesus now these these, three three things abide love faith and hope but the greatest is love these things are being renewed your love for God is being renewed your faith in God is being renewed your hope of the resurrection and of the power and of the ability of God to keep you even in times like this, in difficult and challenging moments like this, that hope is coming alive through the renewal of the Holy Spirit. Can I hear the same shout, Amen, and praise Him. Oh, glory, hallelujah. I feel the teaching anointing upon me this morning. Glory, hallelujah. I feel the teaching anointing. I want to preach. I want to teach. Glory, hallelujah. Somebody praise God. Begin to pray, pray in tongues if you, if you are baptized in the Holy Spirit, if you can pray in tongues. Just open your mouth, begin to pray in tongues for, for some two, three minutes before I continue. Glory, hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. So we said that the Holy Spirit conveys the unbeliever of sin. The Holy Spirit enjoys the spirit of the believer. Number three, we said that the Holy Spirit gives assurance of our salvation. The fourth one, we said he empowers the believer to fulfill the commands of Christ. And the fifth one, we said he opens the believer's understanding to the things of God. Number six, he renews the believer. Number seven, number seven, the Holy Spirit produces Christ-like fruit in the life of the believer. The Holy Spirit produces Christ-like fruit in the life of the believer. Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 to 23. Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 to 23. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. So the Holy Spirit is the man, the one, the agency by which the nature of God is implanted in us to be able to live the nature of God, and that is the fruit of the Spirit. Now, it is a full subject. I'll take it one of these days in the course of the month, and I'll teach fully on the fruit of the Holy Spirit, so I'll not spend much time on it. But uh, suffice it to know for now that part of the ministration of the Holy Spirit to us as believers is that He produces the nature of God in us in the form of the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Number eight, the Holy Spirit teaches the believer and leads him into all truth and leads him into truth. John 16, 13. We, the, we read there already, John 16, 13. However, when he, the Spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth, for he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak and will tell you things to come. Hallelujah. So the Holy Spirit teaches us things that Jesus has taught us. He makes it simple to us. He makes it clear to us. He, 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 he makes us understand it so that we can walk in the depth and in the knowledge of that, uh, of that knowledge. Hallelujah. Of that truth. So the Holy Spirit is the one who teaches us. He is our teacher. There is no way a man can understand the scriptures as it is without the agency and the help of the Holy Spirit. And I'll come to that once again, where we'll see that, I think on Tuesday we'll touch on that, where we'll see that even in the, in the writing of the scriptures, the Bible, even the Holy Spirit was involved. It's part of the work of the Holy Spirit, which we shall discuss on Tuesday, God willing. Hallelujah. So the Holy Spirit teaches us. I pray that you'll be your teacher. Oh, if you avail yourself every day, that's why it is important for you as a Christian to have a, a quiet time, a personal devotion with the Lord every morning, where you allow Him to teach you the word and, and speak to you and guide you through the day and lead you through the day. Hallelujah. May you receive the Holy Spirit as your teacher. 
I said, may you receive the Holy Spirit as your teacher. May he teach you the truth about the word of God. See, when the, if the Holy Spirit is your teacher, you will not run into error when it comes to the interpretation of the scriptures because he will lead you. He will teach you. He will make it clear and plain to you. He will teach you the very truth of the word of God. That is the work of the Holy Spirit in the life of the believer. Number nine, he strengthens the believer in the inner person. He brings strength in our inner man. So I said that he comes to enjoy us he does not only come to enjoy us, but as he's dwelling in us, he empowers us from within. Oh, glory, hallelujah. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 14 to 17. Are you there? Ephesians chapter 3, verse 14 to 17. For this reason, I bow my knee to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he will grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might, through his spirit in the inner man. Oh, Paul is praying for the Ephesian church and he's wishing that they will be strengthened with strength in their inner man. But how is that going to come? From verse 16, he said that that is going to happen through the agency of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. It's going to happen through the agency of the Holy Spirit that he will grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man. Hallelujah. So the Holy Spirit is the one who strengthen our inner man. The inner man is the spirit. Hallelujah. Your spirit man. I spoke about it earlier on. So the Holy Spirit strengthens our spirit. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit equips our spirit. The Holy Spirit empowers our spirit to be able to do the will of God. Glory. Hallelujah. I pray that that strength will come upon you. I pray this same prayer that the Apostle Paul prayed for the church in Ephesus. I pray same for Anointed Jewels Ministry International and every member of this church, wherever you are listening to me, every associate of this church, every friend of this church, everyone listening to me, wherever I pray that the Holy Spirit within you will strengthen you with might in your inner man, that your spirit man will be strong, hallelujah, your spirit man will be strong, you see we are in days where most believers walk about and yet their spiritual man is not strengthened, their inner man is not fortified, hallelujah, witches know how to strengthen themselves spiritually, but Christians we walk as people that have no power, meanwhile we have the power because the Holy Spirit in us, oh Jesus in us is more powerful and greater than those that are without, hallelujah. Hallelujah. May the Spirit of God strengthen your inner man. May you walk in fellowship with the Holy Spirit. And as you walk in fellowship with Him, may your inner man be strengthened. In the name of Jesus, may He strengthen you with strength in your inner man to the glory of His name. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. Number 10. Number 10. The Holy Spirit inspires the believer to worship. Philippians chapter 3, verse 3. The Holy Spirit inspires the believer to worship. Philippians chapter 3, verse 3. Philippians chapter 3, verse 3. Philippians chapter 3, verse 3. Glory, hallelujah. For we are the circumcision who worship God in the spirit, rejoice in Christ Jesus, and have no confidence in the flesh. We are of the circumcision. We are of the believers who worship the Father in the spirit. And Jesus Christ says something. He said that our comment and now is that the true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeks such to worship him. Hallelujah. So we are in the days, we are entering into the days where true worshippers of God will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. I pray that you will worship God in spirit and in truth. I pray that you will worship God not through the flesh, not through the, the, the lips, not, not just by words, hallelujah, but through the agency of the Holy Spirit. It is such worship that, that is pleasing unto the Lord. It is such worship that is pleasing unto the Lord. So the Holy Spirit uh, inspires the believer to worship. Number 11, he calls the believer to service. It's the Holy Spirit who calls us into the service of the Lord. Anytime a man or a woman will tell you that, I've received a call, God has called me. How did God call him? Through the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. So if you don't know the Holy Spirit, you don't have any fellowship with him, you don't have any relationship with him, you cannot have a call. God cannot call you because the Holy Spirit is the agency to whom God will call us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In Acts chapter 13, verse 2 to 4, Acts of the Apostles chapter 13, verse 2 to 4, the Bible said, And as they ministered to the Lord 
and fasted, the Holy Spirit said, Now separate to me Barnabas and Saul for the work which I have called them to do. Then having fasted and prayed and laid hands on them, they sent them away. So being sent out by the Holy Spirit, they went down to Seleucia, and from there they sailed to Cyprus. Hallelujah. 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 So the Holy Spirit empowered uh, Paul and Barnabas and separated them and sent them to the nations to go and preach the word of God. Hallelujah. Let me just give a summary so far so that our brothers who are listening to us and uh, can understand also in key. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Say a crystal for and possess Nipa, Yasiasa, Yonkon, Yankopon, Yamisu, Yasiasa, or Nipa Su, say Otimini and Yankitandese, or Nipa, as Sabiaso, Hallelujah. Amen. Nanopedia, Yasiasa, do a congrat, Media Ben Odi, to sit Tuesday, a wet to ask on the affair, say, and poor Dibomu, Media Ben Odi, and po say a bar, say, Yes Christo, now war, the Jumaya, new war, new sorry, ma. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Into your year, attain you who John chapter 16, verse 8. Eddie Connie used to say, Now, no crown home, no honors or bar, obey you, yes, attain our bonnet home, any attain home, any training home. Hallelujah. And in the new idea, or D. Kaya, or D. Oya Brabum, and no, hallelujah. Near Tosu, me, no, and I say, or no, so now, or Betna, a GDF woman, or Betna, a GDF war, your home, hallelujah. Emma, yet tinning can, away, mu, dear, we, or Romans chapter 8. Verse 9 to 11. Or now, home, no, home, no, any home, home, no, dear, dance, yes, eh, and pa, ye, ye, unyanko, pomba, hallelujah. Or sin, I say, oh, my, yanni, Christo, no, a young, concono, etty, emua, and as our home, we be Kenya, ye, nipedia, some way, etty, emuno, a be Kenya, nipedia, and here, Cassa, on concono, etty, emu, now, ti, emua, on ti, emu, say, or ti, ye, nipedia, emu, and I say, or ti, ye, ye, and cramu, then what ye, home, home, nipanimu, cause, see, nipa, a home, home. Okra and Nipedia, Hallelujah, Ti Unkono, Eva Betna, whom the Atosumian sign, yes, or no, my yenya, and who to swore away and quadjimu, he gives us assurance of our salvation. Romans chapter eight, verse sixteen, or send out to do your own count on our year, Yankopomba, Hallelujah, oh no, any home who did dance, yes, Yankopomba, and the Unkono, and Yan who to swore, and Yadan Sidi, we must say, Ampa, Yanya and Quadje, Ya, we and Fofro, and I bear you, Yankopon, Emma, the Atosunaya, you who say, Onona, or my and to me, I ate me, Eddie, ye Christo, Napedia, and Anna Shedia, and the Abra, she has your voice, and Monko, Namoko Cass and Pano, and Mohu de Rome, Yasia Fana, and Tino, or Cassio, the name of Munkay, and Sanam Becoaco, Juma, Masham Semuqueno, Munkay, or Jerusalem, Copim, say, Musabeca, and Jane Bosheno, Nasan Kukuno Bamusua, and Nambinia, or Dane, and why my dance before, every Jerusalem, Edia Co Judea, Edia Co Samaria, Edia Cassa, see, and no one, and we use Christo Demo, Hallelujah. Yet also. Numai <laughs> Ah, unyankupo ndi ama yenkwa. Hallelujah. Mbomba yasa santi asiyeno ebe bao so. Mbomba yasa ubi nyasa santi asiyeno ewe Yesu Christo dimu. Glory, hallelujah. Hapi, di eto sunsiya, yehu inise, honkonkono ona o Kenya ye ibiye. And so I am real Christo mwa, honkonkono ebe Kenya. Titus chapter 3, verse 5, Tito, ngomano, timi yansan, jizemu num, eko mwenye sonu, honkonkono e Kenya ye. Tinami yikanse, eh, 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 eh
Ebrain or Shiasi and Kukwa Shiasi, Nimona or Chera, Dino Inya, or the Fufro, or the Tabai Fruso, or Korea, or Tumrika, or Papa, or Nantin Sua, Ombre, Namkasa, or Konkron, Ebay and Suenan or Payno, or Bek Kenya, Unipedia, or Bek Kenya, or Home, Ubinya, or the Fufro, or the Tabai Fufro, et tu, Tiso, or Korea, et oui, yes, to Christo Dimo. Amen. Yet, Tosun Sua, yes, yes, and Openi say, on Konkrono, on Osun or Dine Christo, Su, and in a Bayno, et oui, mu, Hallelujah. On our dying Christo, and on Yakupo Subain, Ewemu, Edse, Hong Kong, Abba, I owe Galatians chapter five, verse twenty two to twenty three. A camp at Hong Kong, Abba, any odor or jewel, I would tear, um, and in the Ekikaho, our Brassier, Nina, Hallelujah, our Shesuo, Hong Kong, Nabano, Timicase, or Busumimuno, a baby dark west, you all, I vested up and say, Hong Kong, Abano, Seni Eti, Kanyapasu, Enya, Kanyapasu, Adedi. Ewo ye mu, hallelujah. Ewo nyamisu, awo di dia ye mu. Na ina mu konko jume diye so, ena odisa yo sunu, e dia ye mu, hallelujah. Ni eto su mwa chie, ayye su yanye ni se, o ye yen chire chire fwo, ono chire chire yen, na o di yen kama ye hun, o nyan kupo anse mu no kre, ye hun o yon ye, asempano ti dun siyan, en chiche mu dun miyen san. Yesu zina, ono on kre on hon, ono nasa oba, obe chire chire mu, ni ema chire mu yina, hallelujah. En di yon konkono ye yen chire chire fwo, di eto su, en kono, yesu yanye se, or share or jidini no edding, or nipa ye muno wani panimu, or share and or ye huni ye mu no wani panimu, ye home home now ye muno, or share any ding. Hallelujah. Near also and do I say, or no, and I or share and ding, am I eat me as soon yanko pon, or sorry mu, and the yes to say, a brevi a bar, no cross on for no best sorry a jano, or whom and in the cream, Hallelujah. Sabre no any, and the yen sorry. Ya ye ye ain't mean do yakopo enim, say ewa hunemu and if you hunemwa, ain't mean do yakopo enim. Nemo say if you hum mu dia, say if you hum as sorry ya, say uncle gonna share and then oh boy meet me sorry on yakopoa, and una esso nyami any na efro se a duham e drew nyakopon afore bochiano enim. Hallelujah. Yeah, tossu dubako, I yes yano pay say un conkonos na offre, offre yang eba offre e jumemu, and he offre Paul any Barnabas ewa axe. As my phone, you mano, a tidu me and son, it is a mummy, you know, a copy and nine. As my phone, you mano, a tidu me and son, it is a mummy, you know, a copy and nine. On Concorse, Muni, Barnabas, and a soul, and see her and mammy. Oh, you made ya, me, my friend, and they are showing, sir. Hallelujah. To Concorno, now fraying, and meet me a year on Yancopon, a juma, a whole, and a can be seen, my bonnet of her, or she moody, a mind, Senebay, and I bet yassi. So I just gave a summary of what uh, we have learned so far in three. So that our brothers and sisters who can't understand the English can follow us. Hallelujah. So let's resume. We are on point number 12. And the point 12 is that he guides the believer in their ministry. He guides the believer in their ministry. Acts chapter 8 verse 29 and Acts chapter 16 verse 6 to 7. Acts chapter 8 verse 29. Acts chapter 16 verse 6 to 7. Open your Bible and let's read together. Acts chapter 8 verse 29. Then the Spirit said to Philip, Go near and overtake this chariot. Then the Spirit said unto Philip, Go near and overtake this chariot. Acts chapter 8. The one who directed Philip said, Cut, not bend, sat here, and we need to pay Timuno and Cassanti. The one who said, Oh, dear, you can't stretch your way, men, your way, Quaha, men, Quaha, you say, men, you say. Even as a pastor, well, how do you know how to preach Sunday after Sunday? See, apart from people who are in churches where they have the itinerary uh, made for them and they have to preach according to the itinerary. Uh, for those of us who are pastoring a church and you have to know the message to feed your flock with, how do you even know the message to preach? It's the Holy Spirit who will guide you and lead you and tell you and teach you what to say and what to preach on and what to tell your people because he knows their state, he knows the state of your flock, he knows the food that they need to be strong, to be strengthened and to grow in him. So he will lead you and teach you if you allow him. Hallelujah. In Acts chapter 16, verse 6 to 7, Acts chapter 16, verse 6 to 7. Now, when they had gone through Phrygia and the region of Galatia, they were forbidden by the Holy Spirit to preach the word in Asia. After they had come to Mysia, they tried to go into Bithynia, but the Spirit did not permit them. So we saw last week that the Holy Spirit can forbid us or He can permit us. And here is an example. He, he forbade Paul and his team from going to a certain part 
and other places he permitted them or allowed them to go. So the Holy Spirit can permit us, he can also forbid us from doing something, and that's how he guides us and leads us as believers. And the Unconconoso or Church saying, Ye way, men, ye way, Quaha, men, Quaha, and Unconejumaba, Qua, Odi, Ewa, Christopher, Abrabum. They are tossed to do me and Saint thirteen. He imparts spiritual gifts to the believer. On also an Ochicha, Unconcon Adum, Achadiano, Edimaya. I pray that I'll have time in the course of the month to teach on the on the gifts of the Holy Spirit. It's a full sermon. So I'll come to you one full service and teach you on the gifts of the Holy Spirit. First Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7 to 11. But now suffice it to say that the Holy Spirit is the one who distributes and imparts the gifts of the Holy Spirit unto us. Hallelujah. Because Hallelujah. Fourteen. He assists the believer in times of persecution. Just COVID that is why we are still standing because we have the Holy Spirit with us who empowers us to stand in times of persecution, in times of difficulties, in times of great challenges like we are in the COVID-19 era where things are happening, people are dying all over the world and all around us, economies of the world are, are, are scrambling and, and there are difficulties and challenges. Hallelujah. But in the midst of this challenge, we are able to stand. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are able to stand in the liberty wherein Christ Jesus has called us. Why? Because we have the Holy Spirit who empowers us, who equips us, who strengthens us to stand in the times of persecution. Glory. Hallelujah. We see that in Matthew chapter 10 verse 19 to 20. Matthew chapter 10, verse 19 to 20, Jesus said, But when they deliver you up, do not worry about how or what you should speak, for it will be given to you in that hour what you should speak. For it is not you who speak, but the Spirit of your Father who speaks in you. Hallelujah. So in times of great challenges, the Holy Spirit is by our side to help us. Therefore, we can go through every situation. Hallelujah. Point number 15. He comforts and gives encouragement to the believer. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit encourages us. He comforts us. And so when you are in times of, of mourning, in times of grief, sorrow, and pain, the Holy Spirit stands by you as his, your helper to comfort you. Hallelujah. I pray that you receive the comfort of the Holy Spirit this morning. If you are not the sound of my voice, you don't feel happy, you are anxious, you, 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 you don't feel right in your spirit, you feel down, discouraged, perplexed. Uh, I see comfort coming to you, I see encouragement coming to you this morning, and it is through the agency of the Holy Spirit. As I'm speaking to you right now, He is acting upon the Word to minister to you and to bring a revival in you so that you, you come out of that, that restriction, you come out of that... Uh, of that state of pain and sorrow, that you come out of that state of, uh, of anxiety, hallelujah, and that state of perplexity in the name of Jesus Christ, hallelujah, glory, hallelujah, be anxious for nothing, hallelujah, because the Holy Spirit is with you and he is with us in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, glory, hallelujah. This is powerful teaching that will change your life. Number 16, he assists the believer in prayer. Romans chapter 8 verse 26 Likewise the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses for we do not know how to pray as we ought to but the Spirit of the Spirit of God makes intercession the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered hallelujah Hallelujah. Especially if you have the baptism of the Holy Spirit, you can pray in tongues for hours. And the Spirit of God will be energizing you and strengthening you and helping you to pray. I will teach on the, the, the baptism of the Holy Spirit one of these days in the month of uh, May. So you see that this month of May is loaded with teachings on the Holy Spirit. And I want you to follow me as I teach along your life 
and your Christian life can never be the same. And on that day, when I teach on the gift of the baptism of the Holy Spirit, I'll also minister and pray for people that are watching and listening to me. And if you don't have the baptism of the Holy Spirit, on that day, I pray and believe God that the Spirit of God will come upon you and you shall receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. It's very real. It's real like the shirt and the dress that you are wearing. Oh, oh glory. Hallelujah. He transforms the believer into the image of Christ. Hallelujah. He transforms the believer into the image of Christ. Hallelujah. 2 Corinthians 3, verse 18. The last one, uh, verse 18. Or number 18, he quickens or enlivens the mortal body of the believer. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 8, verse 11. But if the spirit of him who raised up Jesus Christ from the dead lives in you, then this same spirit will quicken our mortal bodies. May you receive a quickening of your mortal bodies. Wherever you are weak, every weakness in your body. See, the spirit does not only minister to our spirit and our soul and our inner man, but here we are finding out that he also ministers to our body, our flesh. Receive that ministration of the Holy Spirit. Receive strength in your body. Every weakness is living your body. Every sickness that is weakness is living your body. In the name of Jesus, every virus, every bacteria, every organism that causes sickness and causes your body to be weak. Right now, as I'm speaking to you, the Holy Spirit is ministering to you because that is His work. Somebody, you cannot walk. After this message, you will begin to walk because the Spirit of God will quicken your mortal body. He will quicken your legs. He will quicken every muscle in the name of Jesus Christ who will quicken every part of our being in Jesus mighty name oh glory hallelujah in the name of Jesus glory hallelujah may the spirit of God quicken your mortal bodies may the spirit of God empower you and strengthen you in the name of Jesus receive strength not only in your inner man but also in your emotions in your soul, also in your mind, in your will, also in your body, in the name of Jesus. That is the work of the Holy Spirit. I pray that from today, as you know the Holy Spirit, as you enter into fellowship and communion with Him, He will lead you into every truth. He will teach you into every truth. He will give you the strength, the empowerment, the renewal, the strength. Oh my God. May the power of God come upon you. Begin to pray, somebody. Wherever you are, lift up your voice and begin to pray. Open your mouth and pray. Oh, glory, hallelujah. I can feel the anointing. I can feel the power. I can feel the grace. Pray that Holy Spirit come upon me. Be my teacher. Be my encourager, be my comforter, minister to me, Holy Spirit. Convict me of sin, of righteousness, and of judgment. Nima yanda rabashas katala balabaya. Nima skonteriveria kabashasa kataya. Oskarabaros kibianta labasataya. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Shalabaros konderiveria. Nima handerebezis katalabaros kiria. Re kabashasa katalabaya. Bompaye. Maybe I'll be a bompaye. Tunaoki shoko nyamienim. Pray into the week that the Holy Spirit will be with you through this week as He empowers you and ministers to you in the name of Jesus. That the Spirit of God will come upon you and empower you and minister to you throughout the week. We also want to pray for protection and covering over your life, over your family, your spouse, your children, your wife, husband, children, your parents in the name of Jesus, your family and loved ones. Pray. Pray. I want to hear your prayer in the name of Jesus. As we bring this session. To a close on Tuesday, 
I'll come your way once again with a powerful word, a continuation of this message, the work and the ministry of the Holy Spirit. And then on Friday, we'll pray on this message as we believe the Holy Spirit will minister to us in so many ways and in so many forms. Hallelujah. And then on Sunday, next week, Sunday morning like this, I'll come to you again. Remember, Tuesday is from 7 to 8 p.m. Friday is a prayer administration time, also from 7 to 8 p.m. And then Sunday morning is from 10 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. God bless you. I love you. But above all, God loves you most. Bow down your head wherever you are. I want to pray for you and bless you with the blessings of Jehovah God. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you this morning for grace, the grace to minister unto your people. I ask in the name of Jesus, let your power, let your glory come down upon your people. Bless your people. Bless the works of their hands. Empower them, O Lord. Strengthen them. Protect each and every one of us from the spirit of the coronavirus, from the attack of COVID-19 in the name of Jesus, that it will not come near us, it will not come near our dwelling, for we are dwelling in the secret place of the Most High, and we will abide under your shadow. In the name of Jesus, let divine protection come upon us. Cover us by your blood as we go through this week, Lord. Shield us, protect us, be our help, our comforter, be our leader and our guide in the life in the journey of life, in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, I pray above all, bless us, empower us, renew our strength in you, that we will mount up with wings like eagles, that we will walk and not be faint, we will run and not be weary. In the name of Jesus, bless every man, every woman, under the sound of my voice, every child, under the sound of my voice, this morning, in the name of Jesus, open the floodgates of heaven, open the windows of heaven, pour our blessings upon us, upon our jobs, upon our businesses, upon every means of our livelihood, in the name of Jesus Christ. Now may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, may the love of God and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. May the Lord bless and keep you. May the Lord cause His face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. I love you with the love of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, shalom. Bye.